1999 was the year that I was introduced to early AI, artificial intelligence. I was like, bam, I know exactly what I want to do. I went to a teacher and asked if he knew who I could talk to about learning this technology. And his reply, oh, I wouldn't worry about that young lady. Girls, especially pretty little black girls like you don't do this type of work. But I love that you're excited, though. What's up, go-getters? Welcome to Get Into It Podcast. My name is Jay Amanda. I'm a UX researcher, international psychology student, mama, and so much more. I leverage my experience in corporate America, interesting stories from my personal life, and academia to deep dive into complex topics such as culture and tech from a psychological standpoint all while trying to balance everything successfully. All right, let's get into it. Up Go Getters, it's your host, Jay Amanda. Thank you for being here. Today's episode is all about, well, me. (laughs) But before I get into talking about myself, I just want to take this time to let you know about how the flow of the show is. Every episode, not this one though, I'll begin with a random thought. That segment is called OK Random, just because that's how I am in everyday life. So the way you hear me on the podcast is just how I am in person. And I'll end the podcast with a mental tip. FYI, y'all, I am not licensed yet. (laughs) And as a matter of fact, I will not be that type of psychologist when I graduate. So do not take what is said here as a substitute for mental health advice or services. However, what I say here is true and is backed by study and, of course, my personal experience. I try to stay away from industry words because I want anyone that's listening to the sound of my voice to understand and not be intimidated by technology and psychology, just like I was. I also try to give you a lot of information and a great experience under 30 minutes because, I mean, I'm busy, you're busy. I mean, we're go-getters, right? So there will be some episodes where I'll have guests on, and of course, those episodes will be a little bit longer. But overall, this is why I share so much of my personal life to make it all come together. I am an advocate for talking to yourself, (laughs) pushing yourself past your comfort zone, and doing what moves your soul. Okay, now, that's out of the way. My name is Jessica, but I go by J. Amanda. The reason being is because most of my friends and relatives that know me as Jessica are only familiar with either the somewhat shy, reserved, or very goofy version of me. I'm just not taken seriously for whatever reason. Uh, I think it varies greatly, though, between relatives and friends. (laughs) But going by Jay, I'm so much more free to be exactly who I am, which is a culturally and emotionally intelligent empath who is very outspoken, passionate, bubbly, reserved at times, and a bit self-conscious, thrill-seeker, nerd, and forward-thinking person. Yeah, I know. It's a lot. (laughs) So I was born and raised in Memphis, Tennessee. I am very proud of where I come from. Uh, But I do have a love-hate relationship with my birthplace for several reasons. I grew up in the hood 
of New uh, Chicago, of North Memphis, North North. Look, don't come for me. I know how I sound. We're not even gonna go there, okay? So I wasn't really aware then, you know, when I was little, uh, that I was in the hood. I had no idea. Big mom, my great grandma, she raised me, uh, taking on a lot of responsibility in her 70s to raise her great grandchild. But she poured so much into me, literally everything that she had. She taught me how to believe and know that I am no better than anyone else. But at the same time, no one's better than me. She also sheltered me quite a bit. I knew I was different because I was fortunate enough to attend private schools, uh, private piano lessons, private violin lessons, ballet, equestrian uh, classes, and etiquette classes, which usually I was the only child that looked like me there, except for piano. It was a pretty eclectic environment. As far as where I grew up, all I knew is that I couldn't, when I was outside, I couldn't go one house past the right and two houses past the left. But yeah, I tend to, I did that anyway. I got in trouble every time. <laughs> and now as an adult, I realize I literally next door trap house. Oh my gosh. I they just had a lot of friends. And that's what private school does to you. It makes you green. <laughs> I lived in a very loving home that consisted of my great-grandparents and my grandmother, all of whom raised me. My mother was in the house, um, but she didn't really raise me. Uh, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention granddaddy. <laughs> and although he wasn't in the house, ooh, yeah, he raised me. He was a Navy man, a businessman, and an extremely brutally honest man. God, love him. There's also my Aunt Jewel, who was cool AF. But usually when it was just the two of us, she could be herself. I affectionately called her Nini. Her and Big Ma, man, they were the epitome of grace and beauty to me. Damn, I missed him. When I was younger, I was so shy. You could literally call my name and I'd tear up. I have no idea. Everything scared me. Music and writing was always a release and a safe space for me. This is where I find that I was able to naturally express myself. School, <laughs> that was definitely not my favorite. I always seemed to struggle, but I didn't understand why. I understood what was being taught, but the grades did not reflect that. It wasn't until college that a psychology professor told me that I should go to student services just to get evaluated for a learning disability. That's what it was called then. Thank goodness it's changed to learning difference. Now, I got evaluated for several differences and the test proved dyslexia and dyscalculia. I cannot say that I was relieved because I knew what was going on. I didn't know anyone that had this thing, you know? I immediately thought, what the freak is wrong with me? I was mostly scared because for some reason, I thought that that meant that I was going to lose to read. My mother is illiterate, and until junior high, I never understood why she would never read a book to me. I would ask her to, um, and I've heard several stories of how she became illiterate, but 
those stories vary. My relatives are quite the gatekeepers. But just watching her, she traversed through life so well. I, you just never knew. So even though we have this, <laughs> I absolutely love her. And I would proudly get anybody straight about her, related or not. And I remember overhearing adults plenty of times say that Black kids don't get learning disabilities. That's just not trying. Woo, that was a mouthful. Now, not realizing that those few words showed up so many times in my life and shaped me into the person that I am today. And to be perfectly honest, I always stood in a space where all I wanted to do was appease my family. It seemed like every time I tried something that I thought would work out, they just weren't happy. It wasn't good enough. Literally everything from the choice of clothes I wore, the people that I dated, the career choices outside of my great grandparents and my grandparents, of course. I never heard the words, I'm proud of you. After a while, I knew I wasn't going to hear that phrase. And so I started to embrace what brought me joy. I knew when I grew up, it was just going to be me and Big Mama. We were living in California. I never had dreams of being married or having kids. Well, maybe one child, <laughs> but that was back then. You know, I didn't want to get married. I thought that marriage was not something that was real. The only positive marriage that I saw was Big Mama and Papa. Everyone else was either unmarried, divorced, or unhappily married. And who wanted that? Not me. So anyway, in college, <laughs> thankfully, I was able to have the proper tools to learn just like everybody else that didn't have dyslexia or dyscalculia, thanks to my psychology professor, of course. So those two learning differences are just how you see and how you interpret words, letters, and numbers. Many things for me are turned backwards or upside down. Words that have no visual representation, like the word and, Oh, man, that was super hard for me to understand simple sentences. Um, it's kind of like looking at a word scramble and taking a test with everything that you see. I still struggle a bit today, but I have to intentionally read over and over whatever it is I'm going to read out loud, especially. Now, imagine me ever going into a world of technology and trying to code. Hell no. Why would I set myself up for failure? But little did I know, there is more to tech than coding. Who to thank it? <laughs> Y'all, I have always wanted to be in technology. Because I wasn't great in math, in high school, I was sent to math camp. I hated it until I got on a computer. 1999 was the year I was in introduced to early AI artificial intelligence. There was a program that was being tested that heard your voice and the words would magically appear on the screen. I was so geeked. I was like, bam, I know exactly what I want to do. I went to a teacher and literally I was so excited and I, just like I usually am, and I asked if he knew who I could talk to about this, learning this technology. His reply was, I wouldn't worry about that young lady. Girls, especially pretty little black girls, don't do this type of work. But I love that you're excited, though. Y'all, my heart sank. I wanted to know why. Why can't we? 
Is that a rule? Is that a rule in a book? No? Okay. So then who said that girls and especially black girls can't code? But hey, I was taught to respect my elders and don't talk back out of being respectful. Hmm. But wasn't he the one being disrespectful to my dreams? Ugh, I was so sad that day. Side note, I love how this generation of women are proving all these ignorant ideologies wrong. I am here for it. So fast forward, I went to college majoring in life because I changed my major seven times. Then moved to Atlanta after Big Mama passed away. Then I came back to Memphis and after, and that was after Nene passed away. Got married, had children, and that's when things got real for me. I knew I'd have little people looking up to me. I enrolled back in school, graduated, started graduate school, had to quit because, I mean, I was flunking anyway. Our middle son was hospitalized for over a year off and on, and there was no way I was concentrating on child psychology classes when my six-month-old was going through surgery, and I hadn't seen my toddler in weeks because he couldn't be in the hospital. I was super thankful that our friends, Bethany and Eddie Strickland, because they were really, really helpful. They came through for us at that time watching our oldest. Later on, I had my baby girl, which was like the complete just wonderful thing that I was so happy about. I really, really, for the longest, just wanted um, a baby girl. And I finally got her. So I worked several jobs, mostly in corporate, and I did not like it. (laughs) I did not like it at all. And after a while, I decided, okay, I'm going to try tech again. I had a new perspective on life and I wasn't in the mental space where I wanted anyone to tell me where I did and did not fit and who I should show up to work as. I just wasn't sure if I truly believed it at that time. At least not yet. So fast forward to today. Oh, I got that confidence, honey. Paving the way for my career with my children and embracing me. Jay Amanda. It was important that I change my name because I had to prove to myself that I am not the thoughts in my head and I'm not what others want me to be. I am uniquely me and what I have to give to the world is worthy. I'm worthy. My go-getters are worthy. Okay, so this is a super simplified version of me and my story. And I hope that this gives you a better understanding of who I am. I am super excited to go on this journey with you. And as we heal from all of these past and present traumas and leverage our adversity to create a fulfilling life that we deserve. I hope sharing a little bit about my life encourages you to think, heal, grow, and do the things that scare you. And know that what you were meant to do, you can do it. You are worthy. You are more than enough. And you got this, boo. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening to Get Into It Podcast. I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. Make sure you subscribe, comment, and share with others. Also, make sure you follow us on social media, IG, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Let me know what you thought of today's podcast. I upload episodes every week on Tuesdays. Until then.
Peace, love, and light. Go get us.